0: 5:42 PM here on the run home this Friday, the 24th of February. Thanks so much for being with us. Time now to talk a bit of athletics because there's a few a few moving pieces going on here actually, and I'm delighted to have Sarah Kelly Ross, former New Zealand ha- hip athlete, athlete advocate, writer. Honestly, great person as well. So does it all, does Sarah? Uh, joining us now to talk about what's happening on the scene at the moment, Sarah. How are you? Oh, uh, hello, Fatema. Great to hear from you
1: and. Uh what a lovely
0: introduction. Bless you, my friend. Well, only only because you deserve it and uh, because you are just across so much, which for our purposes, frankly, Sarah, is fantastic because there's been so much going on in the <laughs> world of athletics of light and it's great to have someone like you to be able to update us. Can we talk first uh, about the Mori plant meet in Melbourne last night? A few Kiwis on show, but I think the, the headline grabbers, so to speak, uh, as ever, the 100-metre sprinters, Eddie ossain and Tian Welpton. Eddie coming in second, Tian in third. Does this, gosh, I, I I don't know. For me, I just can't help but feel that this just really emphasises what, what a loss to athletics Eddie is going to be when he goes off to, to the States. Oh, I couldn't agree
1: with you, Morgan. Eddie is such a talent, and he's a racer. So you see him step up at these big meets and last night was certainly no exception in Melbourne. It was unfavourable conditions, sprinting conditions, I would say. The race was held at nine PM. There was a headwind one point seven, which, you know, a big guy like Eddie, you know, really feels. But um I I watched the race live and uh, on a streaming. I wasn't supposed to stay up late but I couldn't help it. <laughs> and I thought he was actually gonna come through and beat Browning. Uh, but yeah, it is a huge loss to athletics. He's he's a bit of a character, Eddie, uh, but he's certainly done a lot for sport in the last few years, and uh, it would be wonderful to see him return one day, but uh, that's, that, that chapter in Eddie's life is still to be written. But it was a great showdown between him and Tian, Eddie getting the upper hand like I said, uh, Eddie is a competitor, he steps up when it when it needs to be, um, when the moment comes, mm. he's a showman, all these 100m sprinters <laughs> are, um, but we look forward to uh, seeing what Tian can do without Eddie uh, next week. But there were some other great Kiwi performances last night in Melbourne too.
0: Yeah, we'll get onto those in, in just a second because I think one thing you touched on there as well is that, like you say, Eddie is such a character and sport needs those. Because that's what people love about it. So it just it, it adds to that shame for me. And and you mentioned as well we can now see though what Tiana's going to do when he's almost not in in that shadow, uh, so to speak. What from what you've seen of him, what do you think Tiana's capable of?
1: Oh, Tiana is an unbelievable talent. Like to have these actually quite um, you know, once in the generation type talents at the same time. So two of them going yeah. at each other. Um, you know, it, it would be so amazing to see um, to see them both at higher honours at the Olympics next year together. That's not going to be the case for Eddie, but there's no reason why Tian is not capable of running the current qualifying standard. Uh, his best legal best is 10.18. He needs about 10.05 to mm-hmm. go to the Olympics. Uh, but from what I understand is that there's no reason why uh, Tian could not
0: run sub-10 in the future. Wow. He is that good. Sarah, so obviously talking about uh, qualification for Olympics and bigger events. Uh, we had a 1-2 finish in the 800 metres, and uh, my uh, my research tells me not far off automatic uh, standard for, for the world champs. Uh, tell us about these two uh, two athletes.
1: Yeah, you're right. James Preston and Brad Mattis went head to head last night. Could have been either one of them. Preston got the got the honors on the line last night. One forty five eighty five over eight hundred, and 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 you throw out a time like that, and then you consider that that's two laps of an athletic track. That is so fast. <laughs> like, that is crazy. Uh, and Brad Mattis, he was second last night, but he ran a personal best one forty six zero zero just so close to going under one the 1.6 one barrier. But in terms of, you know, making the A standard, that will be their target for them. Uh, this is an exceptionally uh, hard event in terms of the depth of the event. Mm. So they don't necessarily want to rely on these two pathways to the World Championships this, this year, either by doing the automatic standard or by... Being high enough on the world athletics ranking points. So that performance last night and the in terms of the time, but also in terms of the calibre of the meeting, it was a world athletics gold meet. So that gives them like bonus points. So it's very, very good news for those two gents to run so fast. At that level last night, and you know, Preston and Matthew had breakthrough years last year. Unfortunately, they ran fast outside of the Commonwealth Games qualifying period. Uh. Um, but <laughs> but Preston last year, he moved to third all time uh, in the eight hundred meters in New Zealand. You know, behind Snell and Walker. So th- this is the this is the level that these guys are at, and that's exciting.
0: That is incredibly exciting and also exciting when we look at the female sprinters as well because we had this Christchurch meet uh, just recently as well, the 200 metres and the Rosie Elliott Georgia Hull finish. Uh, so both of them went under the national record. Rosie Elliott winning, though, in the end. You add that to you know Zoe Hobbs, uh, who, who we see in the 100. How strong is the female sprinting talent in New Zealand at the moment compared to what you've seen in previous years?
1: Well, it's so exciting because at the moment we have, you know, obviously Zoe, uh, she's the national record holder in the 100, 11.08. Then we have Rosie Elliott, who, set, like she said, Kim, uh the New Zealand national record in the 200 at 22 seconds, point eight one. Again, if you could run that for 100 metres, you know, probably that would show broad because i pretty stuck with that. Um, and then... Rosie is actually knocking on the door of the 400 metre record as well. And she said to me last weekend in Christchurch, I was there at the meeting, she's run 52.16 for the 400, but she's chasing um, a mid-51, which would be uh, which would break Kim Robinson's long-standing 400 metres. So you talk about the talent that we've got right now. This is the best New Zealand has ever seen. So uh, I would love to see them all combined in a relay of some sort, a 4 x 100 meter, or a 4 by 400 We've got great depth there. Uh, but it really shows the likes of Zoe's success over the last few years has elevated women's sprinting. And, and there's a whole crop behind uh, Georgia Hulls and, and Rosie Elliott as well. And uh, it's, it's so awesome to see.
0: Yeah, it is, it is such exciting times and I feel like almost every other week at the moment you're kind of, you know, you're looking at results and going, oh, great, new record, new record. And that actually goes for the field as well because Connor Bell also broke his own national record in the discus recently. I mean, this he's 21 years old. How good is he going to be?
1: Oh, he's, he's very exciting, actually. Now, the guy he bet in Geelong in the night before um, the Melbourne meet on Thursday, so on Wednesday night, uh, he added another nine centimetres to her, his record. It's thrown 66.23. Uh, I love that he bet Matt Denny, who's the Aussie, mm. got fourth at Tokyo. Um, because they really set this meeting up with good prize money in that event, and Conor Bell just said, "Thanks for coming. I'll take that and the New Zealand record. Um, you know, increase the national record." So he's he's a very uh, talented young man. If I think that you know those youth sort of World Juniors, uh, youth Olympic events had have uh, been able to run in the pan- without the pandemic, mm. because all those sort of pre-elite competitions were cancelled. I think you would have seen uh be a world junior discus champion in, the, in that time. But he's definitely one to watch for. Uh, he's got a great coach in Mike Schofield and a good team around him. So, yeah, one to watch.
0: Certainly one to watch. And what about next week as far as ones to watch go? It's the Nationals next week. Uh, the big names, they're all going to be in attendance.
1: They are, actually. Uh, so we've got a, We've got the first time Jack O'Gill will step into the put Circle, and I can tell you Tom Walsh is itching to have a go at him. Uh, so we'll see those two boys uh, battle it out, which is always great. And we'll also see the return of Hamish Kerr. Now, he's fresh mm. off uh, national record in the high jump, 2 metres 34 in Slovakia uh, Add it to the, list, the week Sarah. before last. Now, yeah, exactly. Now go and measure that, actually, Kim. Oh, actually, I, can't, you can I can't reach that, that high. You. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, you can't. But <laughs> neither can I. Uh, <laughs> so that, that, that's phenomenal. Uh, Hamish, we'll look forward to seeing him. He loves the uh, Wellington apron, um, as we call it, high jumpers. So um, lots of lots of things to watch. Tory Peters in the javelin and um, some really good showdowns as well in the, in the junior and senior sprints.
0: Yeah, that will be exciting to watch. And I, when you mention Hamish Kerr, of course, I think most people would recollect as well uh, his performance at the Com Games and also his performance at the Olympics in Tokyo, to be fair. And... I I mean, I take my hat off to anyone who can do that sport as someone who's never been capable of jumping uh, probably half a (laughs) metre, let alone, you know, 2.34. It is just just phenomenal. Sarah Kelly-Ross there, thank you so very much for your time, uh, for your insight. Just really, really appreciate putting all of that into perspective for us. Enjoy Nationals next week as well. I think it's going to be uh, a cracker of an event to watch.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Uh, Lots of sport on, lots of sport on next week, too, so I can't wait. And definitely, Kim, uh, I've got you for way over 50 centimetres. We could easily get you (laughs) over a metre, no problem.
0: (laughs) I was going to say maybe 55. You'd be lucky. Sarah Cowley, Ross, uh, joining us now. Thank you as well. We'll keep those texts coming in for Beavers Best. We'll get to a few more of those after the break.